This is another edition of the Bite Size Marketing Session by the Rebel Growth Podcast with another actionable tip. Welcome to the Rebel Growth Podcast. I am Borja Beso, and every week I bring you step-by-step growth and only marketing strategies that you can actually implement in your business to see some results. It's my pleasure to have you here and let's start with another episode now. Hello amigos and welcome to another edition of the Bite Size Marketing series of episodes by the Rebel Growth Podcast published every Thursday for the next five weeks. Today we have Dominic Wells from humanprovedesigns.com and he's going to share how he grew his websites without publishing a single episode, a single blog post in an entire year. Everything mentioned in this episode is going to be at rubbergrowth.com forward slash Dominic dash Wells. And let's jump into the interview now. So Dominic, man, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Yeah, likewise. Thanks for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. So um, why don't we, be, we begin by telling the audience about what it is that you do and who you are? Sure. So uh, I am the owner of Human Proof Designs, um, where we sell niche websites, custom sites, done-for-you sites, um, and a few other services as well, such as articles and SEO. Um, I got started about three years ago, um, just making my own affiliate sites and kind of doing the struggle that everybody does in the beginning. Um, and I ended up being able to make some money online and I realized where a lot of people struggle at the beginning is with actually getting their sites set up, getting everything structured and just getting past those first few weeks. Um, and I realized if, if people can actually kind of get past that stage, then their chances of success are a lot higher. So I thought, okay, great. I'll just start offering sites to people who want to get started kind of on the right foot. Um, and that pretty much leads me up to here, to what I've been doing over the last few years. Right. And um, you also publish, uh, you also blog, right, at Human Proof of Science. Yeah, we. Um, one of the things we do as well as giving people sites, we want to train people and share what we've learned and what our customers have learned. So we, we have a blog and we share case studies and things like that. Right, and that's the reason I wanted to bring you on board today because I wanted you to share with us the case study of how you, you increase traffic by 100% um, while only publishing 40 articles in a year for that specific website. Why don't you tell us a little about how that went? Sure. Um, actually, it was 500% that we increased the traffic. What did I say? But, uh, you said 100. Uh, okay, 500. But, you know, <laughs> it's all good it's all, as long as it's going up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, as I was saying, one of the things that we like to do is figure out how to make things work and what's working and what's not working. Uh, and a lot of our customers kind of don't really have the time or the, or the the interest to post that regularly so i thought okay i've got a site that i've been posting on regularly for ages and traffic's stable but it hasn't really increased so why don't i 
stop posting and just start working on link building instead and see what happens when you just focus on link building. Um, and that's basically what this case study is. It's, it's all about my results with that and uh, traffic went up and then it went up some more and then it just kept going up. And you kept building links. Yeah, over the course of about, I guess it was about three months. Three months building links. So what, what type of link building strategies did you use? Uh, we, we used a mixture. Uh, some of them would be a bit more controversial, like things like um, uh, private blog networks. And others mm -hmm. were more kind of traditional, like outreach and um, uh, like wow posts and things like that. Okay. And do you use guest posts? Uh, no, we didn't. But um, we, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of guest posting and, and um, I definitely recommend it. Okay. And how did you, how did you go about uh, your outreach strategy? What, what type of things did you do? get links and outreach into bloggers yeah so um, shortly before I started this case study um, Pat Flynn and Brian Dean published a post on smartpassiveincome.com which was uh, I, I don't know if, if you've seen it but a lot of people have seen it and it's all about um, what Brian calls wow posts and that's basically a post that you put on your own site that is so good that when you share it with other people in the niche they say wow and they can't help but share to it uh, link to it and share it and and it's really good for building connections as well so I tried my hand at that uh, I created a guide uh, th this website was a shaving guide so I created a guide kind of shaving tips for men, everything you need to know. Um, and it was about four, five thousand words long. Um, it, it took me a while to write it. And then after I'd done that, I reached out to everybody I could find in the shaving or men's grooming kind of niche and just said, hey, I've done this post. Um, check it out. Link to it if you, if, if you can. Um, share it if you can and just see... I wanted to see what kind of results I would get. That's the mo most difficult part um, of this strategy. At least for me it is when, when you're trying to uh, actually ask for, for the backlink, you know, because you can reach to a thousand people, but if you don't ask, you won't get anything. Um, and what, what, did you use broken link building? And if you did, would you mind explaining what that is? Um... I didn't for this case study, but I have done before, so uh, I'm happy to explain what it is. Um, basically, let's say um, there is a guide which no longer exists or a website which no longer exists and you use a tool like um, uh, Majestic or Ahrefs and you find all the places which are still linking to this this guide that doesn't exist anymore and you either you already have something similar on your own site or you create something similar and then you basically reach out to all of those um, people who are linking to the dead article and say I mean there are different strategies of doing it but essentially you say hey I noticed that you're linking to this thing which is dead here's an alternative that you can link to instead Right, and uh, I've tried it before. 
Um, I use I use uh, the Wayback Machine. That's at waybackmachine.org to see how that you know the old website used to look like and what it was about, so that you can create something better and reach out to the person that is linking to that 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 page and tell them, hey, I noticed that you're looking to. I mean, same same strategy, but telling tell them that you actually created something better. And uh, that's one of the most powerful uh, ones for sure because you are you're helping them out by uh, letting them know that there's some you know broken things in their website uh, instead of just asking to share something or link to you. Um, all right, yeah. yeah, all right. And so, um, uh, would you mind telling us uh, going back to the case study that you created, or the, sorry, the guide? on shaving that you created. What's the URL so that can people so that people can check it out? Um sure it's quite a long one. I'm sure you'll um you'll add it to the, the show, show notes. notes. Yeah, but it's, I will. it's um luxuryshaves.com um and then forward slash shaving tips for men learn how it should be done. So there's there's hyphens between every word. Um so that's yeah, shaving hyphen tips hyphen for men. Learn how it should be done. Um, I would say to search in Google, but I think it's still on page two or three because my you know this was a case study, so I did manage to get some links built to it. I think I gained about three or four good links, and I got a couple of um, I got a lot of shares to it as well, but I didn't quite get enough links to get it to page page one. That's that's okay. I'll I'll make sure to include that on the show notes. Well, so Dom, any any key takeaways from from this case study that you want to mention? Yeah. Um, so, kind of going back to the essence of the case study is what matters is not necessarily which link building method you use, as long as it's obviously a, a good and safe method. It's more that you actually just do it. Um, I think you can produce all the content in the world and you can do new articles every day or, or every week um, and all of that doesn't really make much difference unless you're actually doing some form of outreach or link building or promotion. Um, you know, Brian Dean's a big um, proponent of saying this and lots of other people as well. So I think my the kind of big takeaway is that, yeah, you, you it's great to keep creating content but you've got to be willing to work on outreach as well if you need any convincing then you can check out my case study or um, people can listen to your podcast with uh, Sujan Patel that one's a great one about outreach right um, well man thank you so much for, for that mention and thank you much for coming on the show uh, any place that you want people to go to stay connected with you and learn more about what it is that you, you write about or publish sure yeah uh, they can just find me and the team at humanproofdesigns.com so that's one word um, yeah don't forget the S on designs um, yeah just find us there alright wonderful well man uh, thanks again and I enjoyed our conversation and I really hope that we can have another chat in the future. Likewise. It's been good. Thanks. All right. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Dominic Wells. For today's contest, for a chance to win a one-on-one coaching call with me, head on over to humanprovedescience.com forward slash rebel growth altogether, and you'll read the guidance for participating. 
Until next episode of the Bite Size Marketing Sessions or until the next episode of the Rebel Growth, po Rebel Growth Podcast. Take care, guys.